Blog Talk Radio. Let's get to the heart of the matter with holistic physician, Dr. Darren Weissman. Internet love and gratitude in this moment is my attitude. Giving thanks for all I'm coming through. Freeing my faith and fortitude. Internet love and gratitude move me with great magnitude. Yeah, present peace is what I choose. Internet love and gratitude. Into love and gratitude, everybody. It is a great day to be alive. I'm Dr. Darren, and thank you so much for taking the time to tune into today's Heart of the Matter show. This show is going to make you shine. We've got a great topic today, emotional pain, healing what matters. Do you suffer with pain? Have you attempted to do things to make the pain go away? However, no matter what you've done, your body continues to scream. What if the root of the suffering that you've been going through resides in your emotions? Well, today I'm going to help you get to the heart of the matter of emotional pain and healing what really matters. And healing emotional pain can directly influence chronic inflammation, lowered immunity, increased blood pressure, altered brain chemistry, and even increased tumor growth in what is the emotional root of physical pain that your body is expressing in your life. That's what this Heart of the Matter is all about. And so for those of you that are new to the Heart of the Matter, welcome, welcome. Great choice that you've made to be a part of this fun and life-affirming interactive show where our primary focus is to bring out and be our best. Take a holistic view at topics that we can all relate to and then dive into the heart of the matter of how specifically the subconscious mind is affecting, whether it be our body's ability to heal physically, how the subconscious mind can trigger reactive thoughts, reactive behavior, as well as relationship stress, But most of all, here in the heart of the matter, and most importantly, how the subconscious mind is here to help us awaken to love, to awaken to living a conscious and intentional life so that we can experience our peak potential. Each week, there's a topic that I pick based on the nature of infinite love and gratitude transformation cards. Um... And then I write a newsletter based upon that topic. And then we bridge that to this international group lifeline session. It's an hour lifeline session called the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle with a vision for creating world peace through inner peace. Um, And then here on the heart of the matter, we talk about the topic and we dive into it and we make it an interactive experience where you and I get to dive deep into a topic, but then I take you into the lifeline process. I help you to appreciate what's below the surface of your perception so that you can live a life that you love. You can live a life that you love. 
So uh, take off your seatbelts. Let's get ready to thrive. Um, if you want to call straight on into the show to have a lifeline experience, the number that you dial directly is 516-531-9623. So if you're struggling with physical pain, emotional pain, patterns that you just want away, and you're struggling, give me a shout-out. Number, once again, is 516-531-9623. I'm first going to set the stage for today's topic, emotional pain, healing what matters, and then I will take your calls. And I also want to make a quick announcement that I'm going to be at the amazing Celebrate Your Life conference in Phoenix, Arizona, on the way to Tacoma. No, that's not what it is. But I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona for the Celebrate Your Life conference november 6th to the 9th if you've never been to a celebrate your life conference you don't want to miss it this is a really incredible program with amazing amazing lineup of people that are going to be there you want to check out the people going you can um, go to celebrateyourlife.org liz dawn the uh, person who runs the show what an amazing woman she has created a very special surprise that I'm not allowed to say what it is, but I'm just going to let you know, uh, it's epic. It's epic. So beyond what your experience is going to be, there's a very special surprise going on at this 20th anniversary of Celebrate Your Life. Once again, just go to CelebrateYourLife.org to purchase your tickets to this life-changing event. I'm going to be there with a group of awesome certified Lifeline practitioners. We're going to be giving Lifeline sessions at our booth. Uh, as well as I'll be giving a really cool talk on the power of our emotions. So that'll be really awesome. And real quick, too, on February 14th, Valentine's Day, I am getting ready for uh, the third time around the globe. We're doing our Lifeline Ignite tour, and I'll be teaching for the first time in Auckland, New Zealand, in Sydney, Australia, in Melbourne, Australia, in Adelaide, and then going up to Singapore. And um, you can find more about this at uh, thelifelinetechnique.com.au to reserve your space. So it's thelifelinetechnique.com to find out about the Lifeline Ignite Tour, one-day training that I'm doing in each of these countries. So let's get to the heart of the matter. Emotional pain. Healing what matters. There's a conventional theory in medicine, and it says that health is a matter of your genetics, that health is a matter of uh, being exposed to infection or what your lifestyle is or isn't. But we're going to get into even more that your emotional experience is a greater factor than anything, more than your genetics more than the bugs that are around you, even more than your lifestyle. There is now solid science behind the correlation of emotional experiences and a whole slew of diseases and health conditions from whether it be heart disease, depression, obesity, chronic pain. For the past 22 years, I've been practicing as a holistic physician, a chiropractor, acupuncturist, naturopathy, bridging um, what I am passionate about and helping people heal 
in a quick and natural way. Uh, I've come to know that no one, no one can really be well without dealing with their emotional health. It is the key. And, you know, this might seem like a radical idea for, um, for a lot of people that are suffering with intractable disease patterns, disease patterns. But until we get to emotional content of a physical disease, the healing energy of the body, no matter what therapy you're using, until you make progress on an emotional level, the change doesn't occur. Got to get that emotional heart into it. The body does not heal when it's in a state of fear. Rather, it goes into a protection mode. So the good news is, is that you can do so much to heal your emotional self. And no matter what your age, it's important to know that your body is a reflection of your mind, speaks your mind. And when you suffer physically, your body's asking you to deal with the emotionally charged memories that have not yet been fully processed. And right now, this moment, is the time to begin your journey and to work on your emotional as well as your physical health. This is, this is the driving passion for me. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching people to use the Lifeline technique for themselves. And I've certified so many people around the world. This is why I run a weekly online Road to Inner Peace healing circle so that people can have an experience of what emotional healing and the impact it can have with the physical body. This is why I do one-on-one sessions. This is my life's calling. And because once you know, you know. Once you know, you know. And so let's explore right now, you and I, the role of our emotional experiences and how to use them so that we can reclaim ourselves, own our power, and really live a life that we love living. So what's the link between emotions and health? What is the link between emotions and health? Um, In research for this show today, I discovered in the 1990s there was a study of 17,000 patients um, of a large health plan that um, were enrolled in the study to assess the link between emotional experiences and um, what happens when we grow up, the emotional experiences that we have as a child and how it affects us later in life. And it's so interesting. The Federal Centers for Disease Control co-designed this study, and the results are really stunning. As the authors wrote, as a result of this, they've given us reason to reconsider the very structure of primary care medical practice in America. So participants were asked whether they had experienced any of eight forms of personal abuse, or a dysfunctional family behavior before the age of 18. So eight forms of personal abuse uh, or 
dysfunctional family behavior before the age of 18. And each of these personal abuses or dysfunctional family behaviors were called adverse, adverse childhood experiences, or ACE, A-C-E, adverse childhood experience. So what was wild is more than half of the patients had at least one adverse childhood experience, and even more was this incredible correlation to health outcomes. So those who had experienced an ACE, an adverse childhood experience, were four to 50 times more likely to have an adverse health condition or a disease state later in life. The adverse health outcomes covered uh, a wide range of diseases. So heart disease, fractures, diabetes, obesity, alcoholism, a lot more. And what they concluded in this study is that the documents of conversion of traumatic emotional experiences in childhood directly lead to organic disease later in life. So if the ACE study found that adverse emotional experiences was the biggest single factor in predicting adult health, and virtually all of us, every one of us, my friends, have had experiences that are abusive and traumatic. What does that say? What does that say about our approach to preventative health? What does that say about our own consciousness and what we can do to influence our own future or our children's future. The truth is, is that all emotional experiences, no matter what they are, they affect our health. And whether it be a positive or a negative, whether it occurs in the past or the present, or even how you're viewing your future, it all has an impact. But it's the negative experiences that have a real lasting health effect. And, you know, obviously because, you know, if we don't deal with them, we don't have tools to deal with them, we don't recognize support to deal with them, then it's going to have a long-lasting impact. So I want to back up a step. Your emotions, our emotions, become a lens in how we see ourselves, how, how we see the world around us. Our emotions become a filter in how we process each and every one of our experiences. As a result, we have feelings, and these feelings influence not only how our body heals, but as a result of having a feeling, there is an attractor field where we attract similar, abusive, traumatic, emotionally charged circumstances again and again throughout our entire life. And what we all learn from our families, whether it be an abusive or dysfunctional family or a loving family, is how to take action when it comes to our emotions. If, if our moms respond to grief or loss by withdrawing, or our moms dealt with suppressed anger by becoming hypercritical you know, of those they love, Chances are, guess what? Our own responses are going to be similar. It's going to mirror that. 
Energy in motion stays in motion. We, we tend to model our own emotional habits after our parents or our family's emotional habits. And these, this, is, this is generational. This goes on and on. And, and the health significance of this is, is, is massive. You know, as we look at this emotional modeling system that we are designed with, let's just take a moment and consider the subject of stress. You know, do you know anybody that struggles with stress in their life? Can you think of anyone, right? We all do. We all do. And there's a great statistic from the Center for Disease Control, and it estimates that 90% of all the visits to the doctor are stress-related. 90% of all visits to the doctor are stress-related, and there are hundreds of medical studies linking stress to a host of diseases. But what exactly is stress? What's stress to you? Comparatively, what's stress to me? What's stress to your neighbor? Comparatively, what's stress to somebody who lives in another country? So we want to we wanna look at it a little bit differently. We want to shift and recognize that, you know, your biography becomes your biology. Who you are in your life, who you think you are, who you feel you are, who, what you've gone through in your life literally becomes your biology. They are intrinsically interwoven. Our, our language in, in, in life is filled with expressions of how emotions are affecting ourselves, you know, how emotions are affecting our body. You know, we have tension and we have stress, and this tension and stress gives me a, a knot in my stomach. Or, you know, we've got overwhelming sadness, and it makes me feel all choked up, right? Oh, that difficult person in your life, what a pain in the neck or a pain in the ass, right? But real seriously, there's recent studies that show that when we've got sudden emotional shock, you can have a heart attack, even in a healthy person. It's called the broken heart syndrome. I did a show on this uh, in my Hay House Heart of the Matter show. Um, and these heart attacks are related to the loss of a loved one or fear of an event or activity or a sudden accident, and then boom. So, you know, how does a, a fleeting feeling have lasting health effects? We want to look at stress here. And there's, there's four significant things that I want to bring out to you. Um, the first is just the general effect of stress, you know, which causes these beautiful glands that sit on top of our kidneys called the adrenal glands to produce these chemicals called cortisol and adrenaline. And, you know, these chemicals are really cool and great. They're helpful in small doses as part of, you know, the fight, fight, or flight. When we sustain high cortisol levels, and this is what happens when we're in an unremitting stress experience, um, it has destructive effects on the body. So whether it be you're not able to lose weight, you struggle with high blood pressure, no matter what you eat, how you exercise, you know, blood pressure won't go down, um, high cholesterol, uh, immune suppression, 
your age is accelerated, gray hair, wrinkly skin. This is all directly related to stress. Second is the effect of unresolved emotions on uh, inflammation that goes on throughout the entire body. It's called systemic inflammation. And that, that what you know that means is that stress is directly implicated inflammatory types of diseases. So, you know, are you aware of what diseases have been attributed to inflammatory markers? Cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's, all have an inflammatory component to them. They all do. All related to stress. Third, how stress impacts you know, the emotions of particular organs. You know, many um, natural practitioners, what uh, the Western doctors call alternative, but they're just natural practitioners, uh, will attribute illness in a specific organ to a specific cause. You know, and even though it's, it's controversial in Western medicine, it's so well documented in the literature that a person with like a type A personality has a much higher rate of heart disease. And that women who suffered childhood sexual abuse have higher rates of painful menstruation called dysmenorrhea or pelvic pain. You know, the mechanism of action um, is said to be associated with what are called peptide chains. They're called neuropeptides. Um, and they are the molecules of emotion. They are the biochemistry of your emotions. And they bind to receptor sites in specific organs. And this is a concept that was pioneered uh, by the late uh, biochemist Candace Pert, who I feel so blessed was a friend. And she discovered that when we're in an emotional State, our brain produces chemicals, specifically our pituitary gland, and it pumps out these peptides, which are anger chemicals, fear chemicals, joy chemicals. You know, all kinds of emotions have a chemical um, that then floats the body, and then it binds the receptor sites, and then these receptor sites send signals to the inner part of your cell. And that inner part of your cell, where it's called your nucleus, where your DNA is, your DNA starts to pump out and replicate new cells based upon the signal. But if the signal is based upon a stress signal, and that's going on for an unremitting amount of time, then this is going to affect your genetic potential. That's called epigenetics. And that's based upon the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton, his pioneering work of the biology of beliefs. And that book that he wrote, The Biology of Beliefs, it's got its 10-year anniversary right now. If you've never read it, you've got to read this book. It is a game changer. Bruce Lipton is in the field of epigenetics like Watson and Crick are for the discovery of DNA. It is so epic how this man has changed the mind-body-emotional-stress relationship with how we heal, how we live a thriving life. So cool. So cool. Um, fourth is that I want to talk about as far as stress and its impact in, in our system is 
you know, the effect of emotions on behavior. So that ACE study that I talked about revealed a cause and effect link between adverse childhood experiences and negative health habits. And what I mean by negative health habits is, you know, drinking, smoking, overeating, sexual promiscuity. So these negative habits are a form of self-medication. How come? Unresolved emotional pain. Emotions and memories that haven't been fully processed on a subconscious level. So here I am after work, five, you know, beers, drinking a bottle of wine, smoking cigarettes, smoking pot, clean plate club, can't stop eating. You know, this pattern goes on and on. And as much as, you know, the habits are the self-medication over time, the suppression of all that pain through these self-destructive habits has massive consequences on the physical health of your body and your relationships. We destroy it all through this pattern. So one of the things that I'd like you to think about is that emotions are the energy that moves you. We are a part of a divine universe, oneness, source, infinite love and gratitude is an energy that's connecting each and every one of us. And that healing, emotional healing, physical healing, spiritual healing, they're not separate things. It's not like you just go to yoga to have a yoga class for 90 minutes or you, you know, whatever it might be that you're thinking that you're doing for that time. It's about learning to live your life consciously, shifting your perspective of yourself. And what you think is broken or bad about you, that limiting belief that you're bad, that you're wrong, that you're not doing something right, you're not enough, that limiting belief has to be transformed has to be transformed if you want to create a change in your life. So the first stance that you take is change the way you, that you view yourself and look at those things that are wrong, the problems of your life, the problems of your mind, the behaviors that you judge yourself and feel shame over, such guilt over. This is your portal, my friends. This is your bridge. This is a mirror for the God that is within you, the love that is calling you to say, hey, at one point you didn't have a power to be present, to live with conscious intention, to be aware, to choose the high road. At one point you didn't have an environment that could teach you, you know, what it means to be genuine and authentic, to be you, rather than the expectations that are handed down. The struggles are so immense for each of us. 
It's a humbling journey. And at the same time, it's not what it's about. What it's about is smiling for the sake of smiling, giving a helping hand and being kind because that's your nature. Giving it your all and falling down and getting back up and being the best version of you, whether it be as, for me, a husband or a wife, whether it be as a father or a mother, whether it be as a daughter or a son, whether it be someone in your business, choose to enter your life and go for your peak performance. Go for the grand stage and give it your all and make mistakes and learn from them and grow from them. Just because science says something doesn't mean that's all there is. Science is brilliant. We know a lot more than what we did before, but I've got books on my shelf in front of me right now that are on their 12th edition. As the future goes on, that will become 13th, 14th, 15th edition because science expands based upon those that are courageous and brave enough to go beyond what they're told, listen, and step forward. Be bold. That's within us all. I see something that Wendy Cole just wrote. Thanks to Dr. Darren for keeping me breathing and rebuilding hope. Thank you. Infinite love and gratitude. I'm still breathing and loving my new place to live. Thank you. Well, Wendy, you are so welcome. How awesome are you? Infinite love and gratitude. Such an honor. So I um, would love to take any of your calls, um, anyone who uh, has physical symptoms that you would like to get to the heart of the matter with, I do something that's called the lifeline technique. It is a compilation of 14 different systems plus systems that uh, I developed in 2002. And um, it helps us to appreciate the role that our subconscious mind plays in stress and um, perception and how we heal and most of all, how we live a life that we love and uh, we're grateful for and that um, we can share with other people. So those of you that uh, would like to call on in, the number for the show is 516-531-9623. and if you've got a physical symptom that you would like to get to the emotional root, or if you've got a behavior or a pattern that you would like to create a shift with, what I'll do with you is I will bring you through a process that um, just might save your life. I feel so blessed and humbled that I've been able to do this with so many people around the world that struggle and suffer. I just actually had a guy who came on in, beautiful man. And, um, you know, the guy, but he, you know, does all the right things, struggling with catastrophic thinking. And as a result of the catastrophic thinking, came on in at 10 this morning, Central Standard Time, feeling helpless, 9 out of 10 due to the catastrophic thinking, neck pain, headaches, tinnitus, ringing in his ears, affecting his bowels. We did a lifeline session. 
in in a 45-minute session, he felt powerful and confident when he challenged himself by thinking about the catastrophic thinking, the circumstances that had been stressful, created an, a transformation where he felt powerful and confident. So uh, what a blessing that is, and what a what a beautiful opportunity to be able to go through and see the problems in your life as a portal. And using muscle reflex testing, we are able to have a conversation with our subconscious mind. If you've never done muscle reflex testing, it is what David Hawkins uh, talked about in his book, Power Versus Force, how he uh, measured consciousness. Muscle reflex testing is our way in the lifeline and how we communicate with the subconscious mind. And through the lockout or the giving way of a muscle reflex test, we're able to know when we're in a subconscious reactive program state, such as the hand-me-downs of mom and dad and family that I grew up in, and that's still living in me, and I know that because my nervous system reacts. Or in the lifeline, we use the secret sauce of infinite love and gratitude as a means to bridge the gap between the conscious and subconscious mind. So in every lifeline session, you hear me say, infinite love and gratitude. And the reason that I say infinite love and gratitude is it's a universal healing frequency. Saying infinite love and gratitude and literally putting your hand in a hand posture, which means I love you in American Sign Language, um, that hand posture for those that aren't aware of that, is if you were to high-five me, uh, you'd open up your palm, your fingers are extended out, and you bend your middle finger and ring finger down, and that keeps your pinky pointer and thumb extended. It means I love you in American Sign Language. Could together with the words infinite love and gratitude, because everything's energy, when we're able to activate a reactive pattern, a program of stress, the muscle gives way. We instantly go infinite love and gratitude. It creates a shift. All we're looking to do is to trigger the subconscious mind so that you don't react anymore. So those people that suffer with bipolar, attention deficit, those people that suffer with food allergies, digestive challenges, lowered immunity, that is a reactive pattern. And it's so simple, easy to see what those reactive patterns are harmonize those emotions that are buried within our subconscious mind so that we can raise our consciousness with intention. So everyone that I do a lifeline session with, what I do is I have you set an intention. That's what I'm going to actually have you do right now. I want you to connect to your body today. Be mindful of yourself. And be open to, rather than judging your body or judging your life, look at what's going on in your life and your body as a portal, as a doorway. 
And as you're tuning into what is causing you to feel stressed, what do you rate it? What do you rate the stress that's speaking in your body? Symptom that if you could change your body right now, you could change your life right now, what is it about your life and your body would you like to change? If you got a pen and paper, it would be cool to write that down. And just rate it on a scale zero to ten. Ten means get me off this flipping planet. I'm suffering. I'm struggling. Zero is nothing at all. And tune into it. Just tune into it. You know, and as your mind this naturally goes into the physical symptoms and stressors that your life is expressing, I want you to just be mindful and ask yourself this question. Are you choosing to be emotionally stressed? Are you choosing to be in emotional pain, let alone physical pain? What's the answer? Hell no. Not a chance. But we all go through it. We all experience in life these painful, scary, and stressful experiences every day, in fact, on one level or another. So we know what isn't a choice, what isn't an action, is a reaction. And this reactive part of ourself is our subconscious mind. And I have come to know that at the root of suffering, of being stuck, of stressed, of feeling anxious, of low self-esteem, of insecurity, is a subconscious program, like a computer. And if you want to change the program that's going on in your life, if you want to change the patterns of stress into growth, where you can truly be yourself in your life and love it, then the key is focus where you're going. Not what you want to get rid of. Not what you want to avoid. Not what you hope just goes away faster. But really listen to your heart. God is in your heart. The source of life is beating in your heart. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be listening to me right now, right? It's the nature of it. The light of the universe and love of the universe is in you right now. And in this moment, if you want to make a change, the imperative is to focus where you're going. Not what you want to avoid, not what you want to get rid of, not what you want to hope, just just maybe I'll just pretend it wasn't there. Mm-mm. Five most dangerous words. Maybe it will go away. Five most dangerous words. No, focus where you're going. So put your hand in that I love you posture. Put it over the center of your heart. And what is it that your heart right now desires to feel? What is it that your heart desires to feel? My heart desires to feel self-love. Self-love. Every aspect. Like you just feel it. My heart just says, ah, Darren, love every aspect of yourself. Now the key in life, if you want to create a change, 
is to not only focus where you're going, but for those of you bowlers out there, you know that you're always aiming for the strike. You're always aiming for the pocket, at least on the first shot. And then if it's the second shot, you're always looking to get them all down. So if we were already where we wanted to be, which is the second golden rule of making a change when it comes to healing emotional pain, healing what matters, we could say, I am. And so for me, I could go, I am self-love. Go ahead and say it. I am self-love. And say it like you mean it. I know sometimes it feels a little bit weird to talk out loud. Do it anyways. Be a little bit weird and freaky with me. I am self-love. I am self-love. Infinite love and gratitude. And as you think about, in your life, the meaning and the value of being the self-love version of yourself, how that affects you in your marriage, how that affects you with if you've got kids, how that affects you with your friends, people in social media, how it affects you when you're by yourself. There's a lot of value to being the self-love version of you, wouldn't you say? Big time. So if we want to create a change, the big thing here now is to use what you're equipped with. What are you equipped with? You're equipped with imagination. Are you open right now? Are you ready? Are you willing to imagine your life being different than what it is? Everything that exists comes from imagination. Are you open, ready, and willing? Because unless you are, you're going to continue to suffer. Unless you're willing to imagine yourself in another way, you'll stay stuck in the same situation. In imagination, even if things are really tough, horrible even, Imagination's easier than you think, because that's all it is, is a thought. It's just playing, tending. How does it feel to imagine yourself, where it's your nature to think self-love, I am self-love thoughts? Where it's your nature to feel beating in the center of your heart? Self-love. That your body heals with self-love? That your words are expressed with self-love? People are feeling self-love right now. Because you're being true to yourself. And loving you for who you are. And where you are. How does that feel? You know how it feels to me? Like a blossoming flower. I am self-love feeling like a blossoming flower. And that feeling, it's like this, an opening. It's a colorful opening in my heart. Ooh, I love that feeling. It's a chi. It's a prana. It's a new breath. It's a pranayama. And it affects us. That's the first signal. 
that you've got a peptide, a chemical of emotion that's moving through you. And this alone already is affecting your stress level simply by imagining yourself in an I am self-love way, feeling like a blossoming flower. Well, Ellen Welk, you are so freaking creative. I love that. Envelope of gratitude. So what's fun is how do I get to this mysterious world called the subconscious mind? We've read all the books. Wynn Dyer talked about it his whole life. Got to get to the subconscious mind. Greg Braden talks about it. Louise Hay talks about it. Everybody talks about it. All right, so I'll do an affirmation. I'll journal. I'll do gratitude practices. There's a really simple, beautiful way, and it seems magical. I guess it is. It is magical. There's a way that we can make statements that align the consciousness of the reactive program subconscious part of ourselves with our present time self. That was a lot of jargon. It, all that means is I can talk and say things in a specific NLP way, neurolinguistic programming way, and align my energy, my emotion, my body, my healing potential with the intention of I am self-love feeling like a blossoming flower. So I invite you to join me in this statement. We're going to make a specific statement. Regardless of emotional pain, I'm now choosing to feel like a blossoming flower infinite love and gratitude regardless of emotional pain unresolved emotions I'm now choosing to feel like a blossoming flower great job you did great you did great take a deep breath So you've shifted the present part of you. Muscle test is now went from weak to strong. And now we're going to get the past part on board. And we're going to give a past part of ourself a voice that rather than reactive is active. A voice that becomes intentional from our heart rather than reactive from our head you know it's so wild about the past parts of ourselves is all the past is is a memory but what's wild about the past memories as we learn from that ACE study is those past memories of environments that were abusive or traumatic on any level become diseases later in life emotional diseases reactive patterns behaviors that are self-destructive and self-defeating and all it is is a program, my friends. So let's give it a voice. I invite you to repeat with me. I am self-love for the very first time in my life right now. And I'm learning to love in a whole new way the past part of me 
who keeps forgetting. That feeling like a blossoming flower is a choice. Infinite love and gratitude. Say it with me. Go for it. Infinite love and gratitude. You're doing great. I am self-love for the very first time in my life right now. And I am learning to love and heal in a whole new conscious way. The past reactive part of me who keeps forgetting protectively shuts down and forgets that feeling like a blossoming flower is my choice. It's your choice, my friends. It's everyone's choice. Cool. Cool. Take a deep breath. What's so beautiful is that we've raised the consciousness of the present and we've raised the consciousness of the past and there's only one aspect of time that's left. What is it? The future. And your future is beginning right now. Welcome. Welcome to the life of I am self-love where it's your nature to be self-love. Where you naturally think self-love thoughts. You feel self-love feelings. You heal in a self-love way. You speak and create self-love relationships that people are inspired by you and discover self-love because you're being yourself. You're being true and authentic. Your God expression of who you are destined to be is here. Self-love. I invite you to repeat after me. I am feeling like a blossoming flower. Infinite love and gratitude. I'm feeling like a blossoming flower. I am a blossoming flower. I am self-love. This is my nature. Muscle gave way. Let's harmonize. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I am a blossoming flower. I am self-love. This is my nature. And take a healing breath. And I want you to take a moment right now to imagine world peace. Imagine a world where people, young and old, men and women, different cultures, races, religions, all different beliefs, are coexisting in a symbiotic, co-creative, loving environment, honoring themselves, honoring each other, eager to learn, to commune, to share, and support. Imagine a beautiful world where there is genuine peace because people love themselves. 
When we love ourselves, you know what we can do? We can love other people, too. Other people can love us. We can receive and be available. The worth, because we love ourselves, and deservingness. Be open to the freedom of love. Envelope and gratitude. Envelope and gratitude. And observe the emotion and the emotions that you're feeling in your heart right now. Notice as your conscious present in your observation of world peace, the emotions that are rising and moving through you, infinite love and gratitude. See the thoughts and see the images. See that tapestry in your mind alive. And just jump on into that picture of your mind. See all the smiling faces, people comfortable, walking on the street, celebrating life for the sake of life and love and gratitude. Kids learning, playing, laughing, lovers loving, people shining so bright. Feel the energy inside of you right now. You know what's so beautiful is that energy is already inside of you, which lets you know that world peace does exist already. Because you can feel. You can feel it. Feel the strength and the confidence, the warmth. Feel the integrity. Is the truth of your loving heart is being matched by the images in your mind. In the outer world vision of peace. Of love and gratitude. And just feel. You're healing, not just you. You're healing the world right now. We're all interconnected. We're all one. As soon as you're feeling it, and you have this genuine smile on your face right now, other people all over the world that have been suffering are feeling it too. Envelope and gratitude. Envelope and gratitude. Envelope and gratitude. And I invite you to listen to your heart. Give your heart a voice. Give the God energy that is in your heart a voice. Hear what it's saying. You know what my heart just said? Loving is easy. Loving is easy. Loving is easy. Love and gratitude. I am self-love. Feeling like a blossoming flower. Loving is easy. This is my nature. This is your nature. It's your nature. It's everyone's nature. Infinite love and gratitude. And we're going to assemble our consciousness right now, the fullest potential, the brightest bright, infinite love and gratitude. The peak potential of you is here right now to take on the rest of your day and no matter where you are in the world, to give it your all, 
to love with all your might, to be brave and love even more because there's more love where that came from. In the words of Pablo Picasso, colors like features follow the changes of the emotions. I'm Dr. Darren. Thank you so much for tuning in and tuning up with today's Heart of Matter show. Keep shining bright. Love you so much. Infinite love and gratitude.